0: It's time for the Press Box with Brad and John.
1: Well, I can't believe it. 92 yards and Lindsay really got
0: in a foot race. I broke my chair. I came right to a chair, a metal steel chair with about a five-inch cushion. I broke it. The booth came apart. The stadium. Well, the stadium fell down. Now they do have to renovate this thing. They'll have to rebuild it now. The not hide the hole. That's well.
2: Awaiting the spot. the
0: spot. The kick is up, the kick is good! Somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat. Watson takes a snap, rolls right, looks into the end zone, and a it! Touchdown! Touchdown! Touchdown!
2: With a second left, Watson hits rim throw, and Clemson grabs a 34-31 lead.
0: Now, Brad Sinketh and John Hype with the Press
2: Box on the Roar. Good morning. Welcome to the press box. Brad I'm here with John Height, broadcasting live on this Wednesday, Valentine's Day, Pitchers and Catchers Report Day, February the 14th, 2024. Those things are intertwined today. A lot of love in the air. 654 Roar. You want to get in with us on the Adams Grover text line and on the phone lines here in the upcountry fiber studios at the Roar, 1055 975, thorfm.com. Good morning, John. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Happy Valentine's Day to you, Brad. <laughs> Dude, you probably didn't think I was going to say that today, did I actually
1: you? had a really good feeling you were. <laughs> I just wanted to make you a little uncomfortable there for a uh, moment. do not make me uncomfortable at all. Okay,
2: okay. Just just testing you today. See, oh, I appreciate it. Keep I mean, me on my toes. Well, I, I have to gauge where you're at right out the gate. You know, it's, it's sort Fair. of like you know when, I, when a football team comes out and they, they don't know if your secondary's strong enough, so you test them on a deep throw to see if they got it. Sure. That's kind of what I did, was was doing there. So, yeah. you uh, you knocked the pass down. Well well defended. You didn't complete the pass. You didn't get the pi call. So we're moving on. Uh, I don't know.
1: Can we go to the review? No, we cannot. We <laughs> can I throw the red flag? I, I am done with. Let's kick it to Gene. To have, <laughs> let's let's take a review. Yeah. On this. Can, can we bring Gene in the booth? No, here? we cannot. We're
2: done. <laughs> Come on, Gene wants to break he, it he, down. He's boy. on a beach right now somewhere. Oh man. Chad the melman says I feel the love in the studio. Yeah, it's there. It's there. Uh, I am. I am feeling the love on the uh the diamond pitchers and catchers report, John. This is a big moment for us. Well, for some of us. Some of us is the beginning of the of an of a very soon. Wow. End. I well, don't I, even know
1: if all of the pitchers and the catchers have reported yet, and here we are. Your first shot at the pirates.
2: What? I, I didn't name names. I didn't take shots. I didn't say the pirates. I just said that. Well, some no, teams, but you, did the, you did the same thing that we to do end. to
1: Chad the Mailman once again. We're like, you know, not all teams are terrible. You know, we're, like, we're always just, you know, making a
2: play at the Bears. You're doing the same thing to my Pirates right now, and I don't appreciate it. I, I'm doing no such thing. I'm being accused. There's a lot of bad baseball teams out there. Pirates may be one of them, but I'm just saying there's a lot of bad ones out there. Royals fans, A's fans. I'm sure we have plenty of those listening today. We're big in the Kansas City market. And we're huge in Oakland, if you didn't know. Big metrics okay. in Oakland. Big numbers there. <laughs> Big the numbers.
1: The RoarFM.com. <laughs> Roar Mobile app. Get it anywhere.
2: That's right. That's the whole point of this. That's why we have to talk about all the bad teams, not I, just single out one. They'll I understand
1: today's significance of pitchers and catchers reporting. But, Brad, all I care about right now is college baseball. <laughs> you, you just college softball. No, I... We don't play a meaningful game for what six more weeks? Yeah. Pretty much. All right, I'm I'm good. <laughs>
2: It's not I have about 6 more that, weeks though. before
1: we play 162. I have plenty of time to get excited about Major League Baseball.
2: But that's not what pitchers and catchers windows were frosted is about. over
1: this morning. It doesn't feel like spring right now. But
2: no, that it gives you the illusion of spring that it's right around the corner. If pitchers and that's catchers That's what the the go are, for groundhog thing was
1: a couple weeks ago. We when, didn't see the shadow no, so early. No, early believe in
2: the sticking groundhog when when the that's a that's just an oversized rat. When the And a great movie. Players start to come together in Florida and Arizona. That's when you know spring is on the horizon. You can feel it. It's like it's just it's a sentimental moment. It's not a necessarily a physical moment that you walk outside and yes, your car is frosted over just like mine this morning. But the whole point is, it's the feeling it gives you. When you Each see Chris Sale
1: get on the mound for the
2: first time in that Braves uniform. First, oh, man. The first time he's running uh, laps or, or running suicides in the outfield. and The first uh, time he goes into the clubhouse and breaks everything in the room. It's and, just going to
1: be a magical moment. <laughs> and
2: long toss. I got to see some long toss today. That's all oh. I need, John. It's enough to get me through a hump day edition. You just, don't, you just don't have the sentimental love for baseball. That's what it is. Which I understand the Pirates have beaten you down. They've just taken it away from you. They've ripped out your soul and left you with no baseball feelings. Am I wrong? You know, the way you're talking, you're not going to get your
1: stakes for stake, Steak. steak. <laughs>
2: my steaks for steak steak yeah
1: the one that you're supposed to get here for the pirates once again beating the reds in the steaks for steaks challenge i'm curious why i'm even gonna get that
2: we're waiting till
1: you you did this last year you made such a scene and then william quackenbush came in on opening day and provided a wonderful steak
2: man that's a long time they wrapped that thing up in september i've been waiting on a steak we did this last year why are you surprised i'm still under protest i think it's too long to wait
1: well, then you and Ben I want Milstead him can there. figure out something to do where you can compete for a steak, and he can
2: cook you one in November. I don't know what to tell you. I want him out there in gloves and, and an overcoat. No, doing that A Kwok. Well, just a long time to wait. Just saying. Patience is a virtue, my friend. Patience. I mean, it was good. That's why I'm not, you know, not, I'm not boycotting. I'm just protesting. There's a difference. Huge difference. Six five four roar. You want to get in? It's a Wednesday. We'll have some concernometer stuff to get to, as we always do on a Wednesday. Can I throw you something that may should feel a little bit concerning?
1: That uh, sure. That occurred whole last conversation. That that uh that occurred last night in sports. Sure. Brad, what in the world happened in the Atlantic Coast Conference?
2: Oh boy, uh, bloodbath would be the um, the phrase I think to to describe it. Uh, North Carolina goes down at Syracuse. Virginia loses at home to Pitt. Yeah, a big shakeup. And, you know, the the team that played on Monday sitting there going, yep, this is wonderful. That's the Duke Blue Devils. So, some upheaval in the conference has certainly put some things in doubt at the top, needless to say. And it really
1: goes to show what, like, how... What a good win it was for Clemson last Saturday to go up to Syracuse and get it
2: done. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and for for them to bounce back, for Syracuse to bounce back at, you know, at home you're glad it happened in that game and not the one before it. You know, absolutely. Um, but North Carolina North Carolina's defense. I was it the defense or was it just Syracuse's offense? I don't know, but that second half really got away. I mean, I think it was North Carolina's offense just not showing up. But Syracuse shot a ridiculous clip in the second half. Yeah, like everything. But I don't know. It was – is that – are we going to treat that like we do other teams and it's just an indictment on an entire season? The North Carolina uh, loss but, to Syracuse, or are we just shaking that off?
1: Well, because of it's the baby blue, we'll shake it off.
2: Because, <laughs> wait a minute. We, you and I don't adhere to anything like that.
1: I'm just talking about nationally. Oh. Not here. No. No, we 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 will uh we will analyze it. We will call it out for what it is and Tar Heel Chad we're here.
2: Why do you think North Carolina looked so good against Duke and has looked so beatable since? Well, well, there, no. well there's ebbs and flows
1: of a season, right?
2: What? No.
1: Following I, no, that <laughs> it, it Here's a breaking news. It's not just at Clemson, right? There's ebbs and flows of all seasons, not just with Clemson basketball. They have lost three of the last five games. I really think, you know, we talked about it when Clemson went up there and won, that they felt like after the Duke win that they were handed the trophy. And right now they're having to try to pick the pieces back up. Got to respond. Now it helps that most of your, your games down the stretch here at home, you only have two road games left.
2: Here's what North Carolina has done since the end of January. Remember on the 30th, they went to Georgia Tech and had a 74-73 loss that no one saw coming. In any way, shape, or form, you could not have predicted that. No chance. I would not have believed you. And then they rallied the next game in their game of the year kind of feel where they probably played their best game of the year and beat Duke 93-84. to Then Clemson came to town and just out-muscled them, out-toughed them, both mentally and physically. And then they went to Miami over the weekend and barely escaped there with a 75-72 win against a bad Miami team that's coming to Clemson tonight. So we'll get into that. And then they come back last night and lose at Syracuse. 70 or 86-79. I think it's... I think you're right. There's some ebb and flow here, but at the same time, there's some. Uh, I, th- I I think they already thought well, they, they won the league. Is they there, thought they won the league on February the third. And They I thought know, it
1: was over. And I know it's it's Duke Travis getting in. But do you think it's a little uh, little karma here for saying that the league runs through through Baycott?
2: Yes. Yeah, so it's not just karma. It's the belief. They thought the league was over. They thought they had already won the ACC regular season and they were on their way to a number one seed. The one seed was locked in. the tournament. And they had nothing absolute to worry about. Everything was fine. Everything was great. And now they're that meme. You know, the guy sitting in the uh, the flaming on fire room going, everything's fine. No, nope, it's not. They, they just, before their eggs hatched, they're already counting the chickens. I think I think I think that's what happened here. Now they're they're not playing well either. But why are they not playing well? I think they lost some of their edge, some of their focus, and they go on the road to Syracuse and lose last night. Now Virginia, I think maybe even <laughs> I think the Virginia lost maybe more surprising than the North Carolina loss because North Carolina has not been playing well. Virginia has, and Pitt is Pitt just got really Pitt's in desperation mode, right? The Panthers have not played to the level that they feel like their team is, but they showed up last night, seventy-four to sixty-three, knocked off the Hoos in Charlottesville, no less. Uh, was that a surprise to you, John? Just as much? Oh, as very Carolina? much so.
1: Yeah, because it was at home.
2: That is a tough place to go win. It really is. Um, I was looking to see can't remember the stat i think I mean, it's just think shocking virginia to see henson like, throw up
1: 27 won. against this virginia defense the way they have been
2: dialed in as of late yeah and pitt has strung together a now four game winning streak are they do we need to start talking about them as a potential uh acc ncaa bid team
1: i don't know about all that yet but they're a very intriguing team that uh I'm, i'll be paying attention to and the seating comes out for the acc tournament
2: since the end of January, Pitt has beaten Wake Forest, Notre Dame, NC State on the road, and now Virginia. Four straight wins. Just just a team to keep an eye on for sure. Not ready to clear anything today. I think you're right about that, but we'll get into some more ACC. Think that'll show up on Concerno meter today? The oh, of course. <laughs> uh do you think the health of collegiate athletics will show up on the Concerno meter today? It's a day that ends a wide. It's a day that <laughs> Are you saying we have to talk about well, that? Well, we got to talk about what happened yesterday. The ramifications of what happened yesterday? I, I, re, I assume you're referring to the college football playoff uh new deal, impending deal with ESPN, reportedly. Hasn't been signed and sealed, just an offer, a, a, an agreement of terms has been made between the two sides. Yes. We, we shall discuss it. And the... uh the amount of cash we're talking about and what it could mean for the sport. And it's uh, it's fascinating stuff, so stay tuned for that conversation. That will certainly make concern meter today. Also, uh, we'll get to not only more college um, basketball, but also some college football. We'll get talk about some win totals as we go throughout the show today. We did some of that yesterday. We only, we only got to three teams yesterday in the ACC. We got more to get to. Oh, we we have a lot of
1: teams to get to, and Brad. I want to, if we have time today, I want to see if you can give everybody a little bit of our first Braves report of twenty twenty four. You want me to do a Braves report? A little little spring training primer. What what to expect
2: here? You want? You're asking for a Braves report? Do somebody go check his temperature? Something's not right. John's a under the weather. It's it's clear. There's no way in his right mind he would request. A Braves report. Now see what we can do. Six five four roar, more to come on the press box on the roar after this.
0: 59 years is a long time, especially when you're talking about how long a company has been in business. But that's exactly how long Joe Robertson and son have been servicing and installing roofs right here in the upstate. 59 years, that means that many of the roofs you see every day, your neighbors, the roof at your favorite restaurant, even the roofs you're driving past right now, are likely a Joe Robertson and Son roof. Now you might be wondering why so many people here in the upstate have chosen Joe Robertson and Son for their roofing needs for nearly six decades, and the answer's simple. They were founded on the principles of providing quality workmanship, Fair pricing and complete customer satisfaction. When you work with them, you won't pay a single dime until the job's been completed to your satisfaction. So if you have any roofing needs, do what so many people in the upstate have done for the past 59 years. Make it a Joe Robertson and Sun Roof. Call 246-0886. That's 246-0886 or visit Robertsonroofing.net.
2: Do you have sagging softer bouncy floors in your home? Well, this could be a sign of rotten wood caused by moisture in your crawlspace. Damaged wood in your crawlspace can affect your home's foundation, and that can affect your home's value, and nobody wants that. Say goodbye to sagging floors and hello to a stable foundation. Contact Canty today for your free inspection at 864-641-0176. Or visit can'tycanfixit.com.
0: Did you know State Credit Union offers excellent rates on car loans? And when you get your car loan from State Credit Union, you'll enjoy having no car payments for 90 days. Visit State Credit Union today in Anderson, Clemson, Seneca, Greenville, Spartanburg, or Greenwood. Or visit them online at SCSCU.com. That's SCSCU.com. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing lender, federally insured by the NCUA. This is Coach Davo Sweeney. I remember how great it was to turn 21, but remember, just because you're 21 or over doesn't mean you can buy alcohol for anyone underage. In fact, you could face fines and jail time for a first offense. Upstate alcohol enforcement teams are enforcing underage drinking laws to save lives. When officers catch a minor with alcohol, they ask, who gave it to them? Don't let it be you. For more information, go to phoenixcenter.org.
2: Nothing says I love you like romantic, timeless jewelry. Even better when you can save an extra 20%. Right now at Diamonds Direct, all fashion favorite jewelry is 20% off. That's earrings, bracelets, pendants, bands, colored gemstone jewelry. Get 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. Special financing, too. Get her something she can enjoy and appreciate for years to come. A fashion favorite from Diamonds Direct. Shop in-store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tax Talk with Straight Talk.
0: You give and you give. This tax season, you get with Straight Talk Wireless. You get a reliable 5G network and unlimited data and a Samsung Galaxy A14 included when you buy an extended silver unlimited plan yeah. so you can give your janky phone to your kid. Yeah. Yeah. Switch to Straight Talk for plans starting as low as $25 a line per month for four lines. Find us at straighttalk.com. For network management practices, visit straighttalk.com. Device offer ends 4 24 Online only. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Taxes and fees apply. At last, stress-free internet to keep all of your devices covered including 10 and 2.5 gig speeds upcountry fiber built a network to keep your home and family at its peak performance be the first on your block with a future-proof home network with reliable limitless bandwidth for the whole house to stream work and game simultaneously no data caps no contracts and free installation learn more at upcountryfiber.com forward slash multi-gig upcountry fiber a stronger connection Broadcasting live from the UpCountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Six sports minds playing with powerful toys.
2: He's
1: got some tools.
2: 105.5 and 97.5 FM. We are The Roar where every day is game day. Welcome back to The Roar, the press box for Brad and John. Here on Valentine's Day. Quick reminder, while we're talking about college basketball, don't forget, March the 18th, it's a Monday night, 5 to 8 p.m. The Roar team will be out over at Mellow Mushroom in Clemson for our March Madness show. You don't want to miss the madness as we break down the brackets and give you the latest on what we think is going to happen in the NCAA tournament. So that's coming up right after. It's the day after the bracket is announced on St. Patrick's Day. The very following Monday there, the next day, we'll have a full extra show for you right here on the Roar. So make your plans to come out and see us at Mellow Mushroom in Clemson. Five to eight PM on March the eighteenth. Still got a long way to get to that point in terms of figuring out an NCAA tournament field, uh, but things getting a little clearer in terms of of that. Clemson has a big game tonight against the Miami Hurricanes. This is a revenge game for the Tigers as they lost down there in Coral Gables uh, back during their their rough stretch there in January. And we'll we'll get more into that game and break it all down coming up here later on in the show but a a clear opportunity for Clemson to get some keep their momentum going you know you win two in a row you string it to three then you string that to four or five and and then I mean you're right in the draft the thing is John last night showed us the ACC is not over we we jumped the gun a little bit I I feel like I I did it too I don't know about you but I like I was already handing this thing to North Carolina Turns out it's not that simple, and it's not as simple as going, well, maybe it's Virginia then. Duke's still a player in this, and there could be no team. You look at the standings right now, it's not like Clemson's so far out or even, you know, Wake Forest or Pitt that they're so far out that they can't get can't climb back into this thing. So just keep an eye on the way things are going in the ACC. North Carolina 11-3, and they're still technically leading because they've uh, got an extra win than Duke does. Duke is ten and three. Virginia falls to ten and four after last night's loss to Pitt at home. Wake Forest eight and five. Pitt seven and six, along with NC State, Florida State, Syracuse got back to five hundred at seven and seven with their win last night, and Clemson at six and six can move into that glut of seven and six teams with Pitt, NC State, and Florida State with a win tonight. Tigers still have Pitt on the schedule. They get they have to host them. In Tigertown, uh, coming up later on this month. So, that'll be a really key game. Uh, a team that Clemson went and handled on the road back in December. I think we, we just forget some of these games because they were so long ago. So much has oh, happened. Oh, we definitely do. Holidays sort of bore everything in the long slog that was January. But, yeah, there was a time when, when Clemson went to Pitt and ran them. That's a good pit team. They just have not played like a good pit team. It, enough this year. But I don't think talent is their issue. I don't think anybody's questioning that. And it's just about playing together. And they're starting to maybe do that with a four-game win streak. But the Tigers can make it three in a row with a win over Miami tonight. Miami's at seven or six and seven. They've lost two in a row. And um, I think, what, four of the last five or three of the last four, something like that. They're, they're struggling. They're having uh, a hard three time. Three or four. Three or four. They're having a little bit of a hard time right now. So, great opportunity for the Tigers, I think, to – basically do what they've done do you think clemson has gotten smarter over the last few games with for, on an offensive from an offensive standpoint of using more of the inside out game like i i feel like they're they're try they're making more of a concerted effort maybe the last couple of games to get pj hall and chef on the ball yeah i totally agree with that in the paint and just see where that goes and i think i you know chase hunter i i feel like we've there's a lot of criticism. We've I, I know I, I have criticized some things that he's done this year, but I do think his slashing ability to get into the lane and try to create something has been pretty good lately, and it's, it's forced defenses to rotate people over and try to help defense, and it's allowed Joe Girard and P.J. Hall and some guys to, to get up and looks, whether it's beyond the arc or inside the paint. Well, I think that's just a sign of a good
1: team player of a guy who is choosing instead of trying to get his own three point shot driving to the lane and creating looks for others
2: yeah and i I don't think that he has to make every single one i'm I'm not asking for that, I just think that he needs he needs to continue to be aggressive with the ball, and that's changing i think looks that they're getting from a defensive standpoint, and I think it's helping and look sometimes your best offense is get it up on the glass. So in Sheffield and PJ Hall can go get it. Those two playing really well right now, down low, managing them, managing rebounds and managing the paint. Uh, so I, I think Clemson has certainly turned a little bit of a corner from that standpoint, and I, I think that they'll continue try to continue that tonight against uh, Norchad from Miami, who's one of the better big men in in the in the league. No you- question. When you look
1: at tonight's matchup, what is your number one key for Clemson to come out victorious and, and keep
2: the uh, the run going there? I think it's the defensive end. I think it's making the adjustments. You've already played Miami once. You know what they're capable of doing from a shot-making standpoint. They lit you up, just set you on fire, in, especially in the second half of that game back in January. And I, I think that you have to make the needed adjustments. I would think the zone would work pretty well against Miami I, I think you're going to see it early at least test it and see how it it works but to me it's on the defensive end I mean Clemson obviously has to make shots but they're at home they play good defense tonight they're winning this game not let Miami shoot 80% from the field would probably be a good idea that that, that would be my key to tonight's game yeah I would definitely agree with you there but I don't I don't think Miami's capable of doing that right now I mean I think that. They're they're in such a different mental state than they
1: were when you played them last time.
2: And that felt like a very one-off kind of performance for
1: Miami. Like, it just wasn't. I remember we came in here the next day, and it was very much like, I mean, how can you get that upset about it? You almost just tip your cap to just a ridiculous shooting effort from the Cates.
2: Yeah, they shot 75% in the second half. I'm not making that number up. That is literally what they shot. That's so what I'm saying. You don't shoot 80% tonight in a half. You're probably good. 75%. 21 of 28. They missed seven shots in that second half. Hit four three-pointers in eight attempts and made 14 of 15 free throws. All in the second half. When Clemson was up in at halftime. Remember that? Clemson was up. I People forget that. 41 to 35. I thought Clemson was in control and they got blitz 60 to 41 in the second half. So, yeah, don't give up 60 points tonight and a half. Hey, you're probably good. Probably gonna win. But I, I think the zone is the key to that. And you know, you, you, you well, PJ Hall, PJ Hall's gotta relax a little bit tonight. You know, you're at home. You don't have to make every play perfect. Don't get into foul trouble. Don't let Norchad O'Mir get to you. You know, be, be smart about what you do. With the struggles of North Carolina
1: as of late and the good run here by the Tigers, you know, we discussed yesterday
2: ACC Player of the Year voting.
1: Is P.J. catch
2: it, RJ, a little bit? Hmm. I said it would take a pretty pronounced losing streak and maybe even North Carolina to fall out of the top two. I, I think if they're still in the top two in the league, I think it's it's still... Still an issue with uh, trying to get somebody else to win it, but I, I mean, R.J. as long as he continues to lead the league in scoring, North Carolina's still near the top. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it happen. But if they, if they go on to you know continue this losing path that they've been on, three of the last five, they keep doing that, then he, he could creep back into it. Yeah, but Clemson's got to continue to, to win like they have the last two games. Still a little early, I think, to, to you know, pronounce anybody making a real run at uh RJ Davis right now six five four roar you want to get in with us uh the ACC a little bit in turmoil after last night's North Carolina loss uh they felt 11 and three Dukes right there knocking on the door and then Virginia's not far behind them and then all those seven and six teams have a little bit of hope they're not out of it yet Clemson six and six can be seven and six tonight with a win over Miami 7 pm 6.30 air time. We'll have it right here for you on the flagship station on the Clemson Athletic Network. Are you working the game tonight, John? Uh, no, I am not. Oh, look at you. You get to watch it from home. Uh, that is correct. We'll talk more about this game uh, as we go throughout the show today and in preview. Can I tell you about a really weird game in college basketball last Please. night? What do you got? I thought this was bizarre. This just speaks to you know the craziness of college hoops and how things can go in this game very, very quickly and change in a hurry. We just talked about how Miami, you know, scored 60 points on Clemson in the second half. Here's a really weird game for you. Uh, I was watching the uh, Ole Miss-Kentucky game last night, and it was getting a little out of hand. You know, Kentucky was playing well. And I said, okay, let's see what else is on. I flipped it over to San Diego State and Colorado State. Ah, the
1: Mountain West, the Mountain the Conference West. of Champions. Yeah. Most
2: heralded league in the nation. The basketball conference. I clicked, I flipped over there, and it was another route. Colorado State was running San Diego State home. This is the Final Four San Diego State team. This is the, the Mountain West where everybody's good, and everybody's fighting for positioning. But still, Colorado State was running them out of the building. They were up 44-30 to 30 at halftime. I saw the last four or five minutes of the of the first half. And I said, okay, I'm sleepy. It's time to go to bed. So when I got up this morning, I'm perusing basketball scores. I did a double take. Because San Diego State won the game, John. 71 to 55. If you do the math quickly there, you'll realize that Colorado State scored 11 points. And in the entire second half, Half after shooting 57 percent and scoring seven three-pointers in the first half that's insane it's nuts they went three of 25 they shot 12 percent in the second half they made one three-pointer they made just one of their last 19 shots from the field and missed 10 straight to end the game Meanwhile, San Diego State scored forty one points, outscored them by 30, 41 to eleven, and didn't even score a field goal in the final four minutes of the game. That's
1: that's ludicrous.
2: They had an eighteen topic box score like
1: that the rest of the season. Probably
2: not. An eighteen to one run over the last nine minutes, and they didn't even score a field goal in the last four. Almost half of that nine minutes, they didn't score a field goal and they still went on an eighteen to one run. Isn't that insane? That's nuts. (laughs) That is college basketball in a nutshell. And that is why every
1: team in that league needs to be in the tournament.
2: Okay, John Rothstein, calm down over there. Don't get too excited. Every one of them. I fuck you're trolling when you say that. I don't. I don't think you mean that. I don't think you believe the Mountain West that much. Am I right? I mean. There's no reason that the
1: 2-10 in-league play San Jose State Spartans should not be in the big dance. Oh, boy.
2: Uh, the, Ryan, grind
1: they have, the meat grinder schedule they have to go through?
2: <laughs> Wyoming at 5-5 five and five in league play? You got to put them in. That's a three seed, Brad. Oh, my goodness. A three seed? The meat grinder. The meat grinder. Oh, so this is SEC football yes, meat grinder. exactly. That's what the Mountain West has turned into. 100%. I mean, there were some interesting games last night. Not only did San Diego State rally for that big win, uh, New Mexico knocked off Nevada. Nevada was getting all the love all of a sudden, a lot of hype and a lot of conversation. They had a couple big wins, and then they got beat at home last night against New Mexico, who is eight and 8-4 in the league and just half a game behind leader Utah State, who's 8-3. and three. San Diego State improved to 8-4 and four as well. So you got those three teams right there with each other and then right below them is Boise State at 7 and 4, John. Do I need to remind you who beat Boise State earlier this year? The Clubs the Tigers. Hey, good job. You remembered. Yeah, forget about that one. Uh that was a huge win. UNLV 6 and 4. Colorado John State Ross team doesn't remember, but John I remember. Ross- <laughs> was that Is that is that a a, a a is that a quad super win because no, it was a it's... Mountain West team? Quad super win. Quad 1A quad 1a <laughs> i looked it up today clemson has beaten five teams ranked in the top 50 in net rankings do you have any other teams that have done that no i don't i i didn't have time to do all the research on that one but i'll i am curious to see what it is it seems pretty good they beat the number five team in the country in the net rankings you know who that is no alabama it's one of the best wins in college basketball this year. I didn't say the best. I said one of the best. No, top five team. They beat them in Alabama on their home court. Yes, non-conference games do count, by the way. They matter. Uh, and they beat North Carolina. They beat TCU, South Carolina, and Boise State. All teams in the top 50 in the net. And there's still an upcoming game against uh, Virginia, I mean um, Wake Forest. So another chance to beat another. Do you know if Wake Forest is solidly in the top forty right now in the net? Knocking on the door of an NCAA tournament bid, I would say. That game the end of the regular season is going to be big. Bigger probably for Wake Forest than Clemson. They're gonna they need Clemson to be ranked really high in the net. So Wake Forest pulling for the Tigers right now. Tigers are pulling for Alabama and South Carolina. And it did not help that North Carolina had that loss last night. Six five four roar, but Tiger's still got a good resume. More to come after this.
0: An ultimate day of relaxation and rejuvenation from Lilia Day Spa in Anderson is the perfect gift for her on Valentine's Day. Year after year, they've been voted Anderson's Premier Spa, and their staff is ready to treat her mind, body, and spirit in a relaxing and private setting. Choose a sweet treat package or a Be Mine package, a sweetheart, or a Cupid's holiday package. Lilia Day Spa can create something special, or a gift certificate is ideal for Valentine's. Anderson's Premier Day Spa, Lilia Day Spa, 116 Benson Street, Downtown Anderson. Harbin Lumber Company has been helping build dreams since 1917, proudly serving our local communities for over 100 years for all your building material needs. With spring around the corner, now is the time to think about a new deck or deck remodel or screened porch. Have it completed so you can enjoy the great outdoors. Visit harbinlumber.com or call us at 706-356-4300 and let us show how we can help with your vision. That's 706-356-4300. Get set to go where the adventure takes you on a set of BF Goodrich tires from the Pendleton Tire Company. February 14th through February 21st, get a $60 reward card or virtual card after online submission when you buy four new select BF Goodrich Terrain family of tires. All other purchases of four new BF Goodrich tires qualify for $40. See the Pendleton Tire Company and check out PendletonTire.com. Offer valid February 14th through February 21st, 2024. See BFGoodrichTires.com slash promotions and rebates for full details. I'm Rick Davis with the Davis Law Group. I'm a proud Clemson alumni from the class of 1981. When folks come to see us, they've generally got a problem of some sort. And we start out by listening. That's what makes the Davis Law Group different. Whether it be a work-related injury, a problem dealing with an insurance company, or a family law issue, you are going to end up having to deal with the judicial system. And it is a journey, so what we try to do is help you find a path forward through that system in a way that you will have a fair result. Contact us today at davis.law. We'll be glad to help when you're looking for the beautiful gift she deserves do what i do shop at turner's jewelers they have an amazing selection of silver gold precious gems and diamonds and turner's can create a custom piece she'll absolutely treasure whatever the occasion trust a tradition of family excellence for more than 60 years shop now at turnersjewelers.com
1: or visit them today in the applewood shopping center next to belk and seneca southern hospitality meets diamond know-how at turner's jewelers new year new you you've been thinking about it i know because i was there too i thought about it for years and then i did it and within a few weeks dropped some big pounds and i never looked back any time to start is a good time but now is a great time to start something good and new with the holidays in the rearview mirror at the start of 2024 there's no better time than now and only you can do it reach out to our friends dr ashley lucas and her team at phd weight loss it all starts in the kitchen and they'll get you dropping all your excess weight and keep it off for life myphdweightloss.com.
0: This is Greg Elliott the Prosperity Group. Are you retiring anytime soon? Are you concerned about the market volatility? What about all the banks that have gone under? Do you realize that now there's over 144 banks that could be having problems? Folks, is your cash safe in the bank? What are your options? Let me show you how we can protect your money, add money to your retirement account, create a pension-like income, and an inflation-friendly increasing income, and we'll help you with tax-free strategies. Call me at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your sleep number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. And now, during our President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart bed, plus free home delivery when you add any base. Ends Monday. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com.
2: The Roar. Knocking down topics like bowling pins. Straight down the middle. No hook, no spin, no fuss. Anything more in this... Becomes figure skating. We are the Roar. We are back here live on the Roar, the press box with Brad and John. Thanks for joining us today. Going to get a concern-o-meter here because we need to talk about the health of collegiate athletics. We just need to, John. We don't get enough of that in our in our uh, usual. Lives, we need to in, in, embrace that in our professional lives as well. Much more. To tell you the truth, I'm a little concerned. Whenever anybody says they're a little concerned, they're very concerned. As a matter of fact, I'm really more than a little concerned. And when they say they're more than a little concerned, they're desperate. Up on this Wednesday, February 14, Concerno Meter, not a lot of love for this topic. We're going to bring it up anyway, at least between John and I. The college football playoff reportedly is going to be on ESPN for the foreseeable future. Now, remember, the deal runs out after the 2025 playoff, so a new deal kicks in on the 2026 version. And as of now, according to reports, and this still has not been voted on and approved, but terms have been agreed upon according to theathletic.com that ESPN and the CFP are in agreement on a six-year $7.8 billion extension. I'm going to use that word one more time. $7.8 billion extension to make ESPN the carrier of the 12-team tournament through the 2032. (laughs) It's a long, long time. Uh, John, your... Concern on if th- this is healthy for the sport of college football. One through five, yeah, fourteen. Mm. You don't like this. I hate everything about this. Explain.
1: One seven point eight billion pay the players. You have no. You have no leg to stand on anymore. There is no leg to stand on.
2: Lawsuits coming. Uh, just just based on concern meter one through five that this one deal alone gets argued in a court of oh. law is. Is a five. Absolutely. Stop crying that there's no money. It's gonna be really hard to to win that court case when you see seven point eight billion dollar deal, and hey, all the money is going to the to the universities, to, not, not the, the la, players, not the labor force, <laughs> the universities. It's getting absurd. The amount of money is uh, absurd. And. How the the revenue model and all that gets how it gets distributed is still to be. Determined. I mean to
1: hear but. ESPN come out and be like, "Sorry, there's just no money for us to help the ACC close the gap here."
2: It's rich. It is. It is. Uh, the six-year extension will cost 1.3 billion dollars per year, according to an ESPN news. Story. Brad, what are what are things you could get for 1.3 billion dollars? Can I give you one that hits really close to the heart? Please, here on Valentine's Day, the Pittsburgh Pirates, like the whole thing. Yes, you can buy the entire organization. You can buy the Pittsburgh Pirates for the price that you're you're airing, what six games or or whatever, however many games it is, or ends up being. I was told there'd be no math. Yeah, well, there's not.
1: They're going. I already stuff, have to do so. seven point eight billion. Okay, that's a lot of math. Yeah.
2: There's there's going to be more than 6 games. But 12 team playoff, you could buy the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pirates. I mean a uh, Pirates, sorry. Could not buy the Steelers. <laughs> you could, can you <laughs> That's that is what your franchise is worth, John. It's worth the price of one 12 team tournament. Just one year of it. Not the not the duration of the deal. I just uh my issue with this, and this is why it's a concern of five, is I think it's a short-sighted agreement. Now, ESPN can is a, can reportedly farm some of this out to some other networks, but I okay. really, I and,
1: yeah, I, okay, I can't wait to watch Oregon versus Texas on Nickelodeon. It's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic.
2: They're not gonna give it to Fox. That's who they're competing against. So,
1: no, yeah, they'll throw it to NBC, right? Like that'll be maybe, the, the yeah. middle. The meaning of the middle. Or CBS.
2: Something like that. But they are... To me, this is short-sighted. Because the Super Bowl... Is, is it on the same network every year, John? No. Is it on a different network? It rotates between, yes. what, three networks? Yeah. ABC slash ESPN. But ABC, CBS, and... NBC and Fox. So four. Yeah. So I don't think ABC's at the Super Bowl ABC's never... Over, okay. No. So it's just CBS, Fox, and NBC? I believe so, yes. Think about that. That is that is a very wise move, right? You're spreading the wealth around. Uh, well, you have me,
1: one that's for, more focused on the NFC and one that's more focused on the AFC, so it makes sense that
2: you get some fair, balanced coverage. And and you think you're actually going to get more money, right? If, if the more networks are having to pay to get your product as opposed to just limiting it to one, in theory, you should charge each network you know not the not the same what you would just charge one but you, you're spreading it out and therefore you're you're adding more to the overall value of the deal
1: in oh, yeah. theory can I tell you another thing that really bothers me about this and' it's, this is probably more so than the the financial part of it it's the messaging. It's now we're only going to be... it. It I think that they do a very good job on game day coverage. I, I enjoy college game day. I think that they employ a lot of great bar- broadcast crews. I think the halftime shows and studio stuff, I think it's all very good. I worry about what happens Sunday to Friday. I worry about only one network when the sport is being divided between two networks... That one network is going to have a very large... I mean, it's how the whole SEC just means more thing took over, right? Yeah. I'm very worried about the messaging of if you're not in the big two, especially the SEC, then you're not even worthy of mention. You're not worthy of mention. And we're going to completely... just We're slowly over time, just force that segment of the sport out because, I mean, you turn on any of these shows right now. Jaguars fans, you're not getting any coverage on the morning debate shows because we have to argue about Dak Prescott for the 14th time.
2: Well, I think part of the biggest issue for me with this is it's almost turning... It's not almost. It is. It's already somewhat there, and it's going to get way worse. It's turning into, you know, Fox News versus MSNBC or whatever. You know, like it's turning in... Like, you are focused on... What your people are there to watch. So you are focused. If you're Fox, it is Big Ten, Big Ten, Big Ten. but You're going to shove it down everybody's throats. And if you're SEC, you're you're not watching Fox. You're not even going to turn it on over there. That's why I'm saying I, that. I think that hurts the product. I think you're limiting what you can do because Fox would have to talk about other teams if it's going to be broadcasting some of the playoff games, and that helps your sport. I don't think it helps your sport to have division. Now, what it also doesn't help is that we are we are going to two super leagues, and everybody else is picking up scraps right now. And this is even more of a sign of that that it's the SEC and Big Ten world, and we're just all rest of us trying to figure out where we fit in in it. But I I don't think this is good for the sport. I this thing should have been open up is to awful. everybody.
1: I think this is one of the worst. Out of all these moves that have taken place the last few years, this to me is one of the worst. Because it only, to me, expedites the narratives.
2: It only expedites the the separation. Texter also gets in with this. Cable bill is about to go up. If it's spread across all the networks, I think it goes up less. But because it's ESPN, they're going to demand operators... Charge a, a higher fee to help pay for this.
1: How does this work with the new network merger thing with ESPN and Fox?
2: Um, I don't know. My guess is that new streaming service will cost even more money now than it was originally going to be. Am, am I wrong? I mean, yeah, I'm pay but, for it somehow. Oh,
1: good. So it's even better for the fans that it's going to cost us more to go to the games. It's going to cost us more to watch the games on TV. And by the way... This $7.8 billion is not going to any of the players, so while you're at it, can you fund our collective too?
2: Another Goodness issue. Goodness gracious. Another this is, issue. This is draining the fans. You're right. The $7.8 billion, not going to the players, so you need to chip in with the collective and, and make sure your roster is compensated.
1: But in order for all this to work, you have to pay more for your tickets and for your cable package <laughs>
2: yeah. your on package the games that you up. don't go to. I've never been so certain in my life of anything. Your, your rate's going to go up on this deal. There's no question about that. It's going to cost you more money to watch the college ball playoff than it ever did. This this is There is nothing about this that's good for the fans, John. Nothing. Again,
1: another change in the sport that is not good for the fans. Well, at least that's the one tradition we have now established. Continuing to make changes that are worse and worse for the fans.
2: Texter says it's a monopoly almost. It feels that way. I don't know if by definition, but it feels like a monopoly. And it feels like if you would just spread this out more, I think the cost of it spread out more. And so it doesn't come back on the consumer as much. I mean, touting the $7.8 billion thing is
1: just so... It's such a slap in the face to me. Look at all this money, all these people that you're never going to meet or hear of are going to make... Meanwhile, that the people that you're there to watch on the television set or in the stadium or what have you, you're asking those in the stands to pay for their work. And then
2: there's this I'm side of this. Of it.
1: I'm just sick of it. I'm so tired of it.
2: Well, there's also this aspect that, that bothers me. It's a concern. The media side, the coverage of all of this. ESPN oh, and the message. Like you're talking about the messaging. John, I'm just talking about reporting. I'm not even talking about, even talking about the talking heads Th- on TV. That's part of what I meant. Is the you know the the people who
1: are on the the beat for the four letter network?
2: It's not objective coverage. A conflict of interest. Yeah, it's you're being told what you can put out there, and it's it, it, it's just PR writing, and in masking journalism form. I don't think that's good for the sport either. By the way, sport is going to make a decision. College ball playoff board of managers. We'll vote on February 20th according to ESPN. <laughs> see see where we're going here with this uh, voting on the model that will be used for the 12 team playoff this fall. Remember we talked about this last? Was it last week, John, or week before we talked about the the fact that the the five plus seven model was not for sure yet. It had not been agreed upon because it has to be unanimously voted in Washington states. Uh, you know, Pac-12 representative was holding up the voting because he wants a new revenue sharing model so that Washington State and Oregon State are completely left out of the loop and have to settle for the equivalent of Mountain West money. He was hoping for that. I, I don't know if he's going to win that battle, but this is going to be voted on next week, and I assume we'll get approval on it this time. Five plus seven. That's my guess. I don't. I don't think they would be bringing this to a vote. But we said they got to hurry and get this done because coaches got to know their format. You can't start, you know, getting ready for your season and not having a clue how you're going to make the college ball playoff. Like, you need a path. You need to at least be able to map it out if you're a coach. I think. Just my, my I just, opinion. I just
1: go back to the reporting thing, and it just really bothers me. I, I remember we talked about how we, we discussed Heather Denich on the show. And how she's the exclusive reporter for the college football playoff, and I, I just find the whole way that it's—it's it's just so self-serving.
2: And well, I'm, it, it hurts. It hurts asking questions. It hurts if, if it's only coming who's from one ask source. ask a tough question? It's only coming from one source. You're be, its not a, a source to tell you that they're hating you a company memo. Report this memo. It's PR writing. Yes. That's all it is. It's company-line PR writing. And then everyone has to
1: take those PR writings as the reporting, and then that's the the true messaging out there in the sport. And yeah, that's how we get false narratives and
2: nonsense spread across everything. Especially the false narratives. Uh, according to the re- to that report, the some of the legal stuff in the Pac-12 is apparently handled, so I, I assume there's going to be a unanimous vote on this. Again, I don't think they're calling for a vote on February 20th. They don't feel like it's going to be unanimous. Things have settled between the PAC, whatever, representatives, 12-2, so, whatever it is. Is
1: that why they started making the Klyovkov announcements?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on his way out the door. I
1: thought he was gone back in August.
2: I mean, there's no reason for him to be around, but I guess he's under contract, so they have to figure out how to get out of that and kind of send him off in a respectable way than just you know walking in and, Telling him there's no league anymore. You got us to go. 654 Roar, you want to get in with us? More of the Concernometer. The SEC and Big Ten made that that joint agreement, that pact uh, to help govern college athletics. There's an interesting story about that. We'll get to it coming up in hour number two. 654 Roar, more to come after this. WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560.